People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our chicken rolled food as a meal or shred it as a topper. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah. Andrews! Yeah. yeah. I don't got no type. Nah. Crazy Radio. I am your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. 
Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show. And contrary to popular demand, or popular belief, I should say, contrary to popular belief, Boy Crazy Radio is not just for gay dudes and heterosexual tween girls, all right? Be you uh, gay, straight, male, female, bisexual, sad, lonely, uh, newly single, in a horrible, miserable relationship you're too much of a puss to get out of, if you're a cutter, a shit talker, a total fucking high school nerd uh, who grabs the straps of your dumb Jansport backpack that's covered in whiteout and passes for bad bands way too tight, if you uh, tend to be the type of person who sits in the middle of your shitty little bedroom just watching uh, Bravo television and picking at your face, uh, this is the place for you. Are you maybe looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of that desperate thing you did at that party last weekend? Yeah, me too. Let's talk about it. Are your friends total fucking assholes who talk shit behind your back and then smile to your face? Yeah, get used to it. It's called the real world, kids, okay? It's never ending. We just have to figure out how to navigate it. Is the guy or girl you like responding to all of your text messages that you send without getting a response back, all of your Facebook pokes? And by the way, nobody pokes anymore, okay? Who pokes? If you're poking, cut it the fuck out. Is the person you like not responding to your retweets or all of your, your Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Holy fucking shit. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face, in the form of a podcast masquerading as a legitimate radio show? Well, then this is your goddamn lucky day because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is for. This is what I'm here for. I need you to pick up your smartphone and dial 646-378-0649 because if any of those descriptive terms, any of those descriptive things I mentioned sound familiar and cozy to you, then know for sure Boy Crazy Radio should be considered your safe haven, your new home away from home. All I want to do, all I want to do, and my upcoming super cool badass uh, guest that I will get to in a moment because she's, uh, she's just waiting to be introduced, and I will get to her. All we want to do is be the big sister. We want to be the big sisters that you never knew you needed or wanted, all right? And maybe if that doesn't work for you, we can be like the, the cool big sister of one of your friends that you have a secret crush on, and then you go home and uh, you touch your privates thinking about us. I don't know. That's, that's neither here nor there. Whatever it is you need us to be to help you out, make you feel better, make life, make life a little bit more, uh, what's the word, comfortable for you. We want to provide that. So pick up your smartphone. Program this number in your phone. Save it in your phone, 646-378-0649. And before I get to my super badass, awesome, rad, stylish, beautiful guest, who I've never met in person, I want to say this one thing for myself. I have to say this. If I don't, I will regret it. I will totally regret it. You guys, I am doing, this is a shameless plug, but this entire show is a shameless plug for me because who the fuck do I think I think I am? doing this show like I know anything but that's neither here nor there as well you guys I am doing the first ever boy crazy radio live stage show at UCB sunset next Monday no this coming Monday February 23rd at 7 p.m. and I would really love for you to be there basically it's going to be this show uh, the essence of this show with advice and whatnot 
the theme is dating, so it'll be lots of uh, you know whatever you I don't know can imagine that has to do with dating. Um, it'll be for your entertainment and to help you feel less alone. There'll be an advice portion of it, but really it's just the essence of the show in a stage variety show kind of way. Whatever that means to you, just go to ucb.com, buy tickets. It's called Boy Crazy Radio. I would love to see you. We can hug. Try not to murder me. Don't do anything super weird. You can bring me a present if you want. I'm not saying that. The present would be you buying tickets. That would be enough. And bring all your single friends. Uh, if you're single, fantastic, because I think you may, you could meet somebody. I like to encourage mingling and flirtation, and uh, I'm a connector. I'm going to bring people together. You're going to love it. I'm not going to spoil everything. I'm already over-talking it. I'm just saying you could meet the next love of your life. You could meet your next one-night stand. You could meet your next make-out. I don't know. Just fucking be there, all right? It's this Monday, February 23rd, 7 p.m., UCB Sunset location. And uh, there you have it. Now I'm going to get back. This is why we're here tonight on Boy Crazy Radio. You guys, I have a super cool guest. Her name is Molly McAleer. AKA Malls. All right, she is the she's a writer, uh, and if that's as if that's not good enough, she's also the co-founder of Hello Giggles. Uh, she's the host of her own super rad, cool, honest uh, advice podcast, which is called Please Advise, and you should definitely subscribe to that show. It's available on iTunes. You fucking boneheads, if you're not listening already. And uh, guess what? You get the chance to meet her tonight on my show. Is this incredible? So let me let me patch her in. Malls? Hey, hon. Oh, my God, you're so cute. I love I, your whole thing that you have going on. It's so fun. I can't, I can't believe we're doing this. It's amazing. Okay, a little bit of backstory. Malls and I, okay, we've never met before, right? Ever, in person. No, we've never met in person. But I've heard of you for years. And I and I of you. I've heard of you for years, and we're friends with each other on Twitter, and I think we, I, I don't think, I know, we, uh, we direct message each other. We direct message each other on Twitter like years ago because we have mutual friends and we share a common bond uh, uh, because of our love of Vanderpump. Vanderpump, everything. Oh! And it's so crazy because because of malls. Tonight is a very special night because Ariana, my favorite, my favorite cast member of Vanderpump Rules, no, is listening. No, she's for sure the chillest. Yeah, no, ah. she's the chillest. And, and she's, she's chill IRL. Like, she knows people that probably you and I both know mutually. Like, Ariana's around. Who knew? Because, to me, the cast of Vanderpump Rules is borderline untouchable. Just in the sense that, like, what are the odds that, like, Jax would ever be around, right? They're around. It's insane. And here's what I want to know. I've got so many questions for you. And listen, the show's going to end at around 10, 15 p.m., you guys. So please call in. We've got to get to your questions. We've got to get to your emails. We've got to, you can always tweet in your questions at Alexi Wasser, and we will get to those. Uh, but I have all these questions because another thing that we share is we both love Howard Stern, right? I love, I love. I was just saying today. So it's, it's so I want I have all these questions because I look up to him and I'm sure you do too. It's like he's very inspiring and it makes me want to be a better interviewer. So I've been doing a lot of research on you. I've been listening to your podcast like a crazy stalker. Um, I just have so many questions. Here's the first question: Since we're talking about Vanderpump Rules, 
what came first, your obsession with the show or your love for the show or your friendship with Ariana? Like, how did, how did you end up being friends with Ariana? No, I'm, like, literally, like, not quote-unquote friends with Ariana. Like, I am a super fan of all things Bravo, which is, like, no secret to life. Like, everyone, I, that's what I preach day in, day out is, like, watch what happens. That's all I preach. And I so happened to, like, come, I was, like, kind of off Lisa. I was really off Lisa at the end of second. Why? Because I do believe she's a manipulator. I'm, oh. like, I, I'm not, I'm not, like, a Brandy, but I do, like, I see through Brandy's wine goggles, like, what's going on. She's having a real moment where she's, like, okay, so Lisa Vanderpump has a spinoff, and, like, I need to perpetuate that. And, like, I see her wine goggles like why brandy feels used and so part of me is a little bit like look like i'd feel played too if i was like a person who was only using me in a way to perpetuate their brand which i do believe like lisa absolutely used brandy for that and bringing in her to interview sheena i totally believe that so I didn't watch Vanderpump Rules the first year because it was totally off Lisa. Then I was having a complete desperate moment where I was like, I need something in my life that is Bravo-esque, but nothing that I've been watching. And Vanderpump Rules was the one thing I hadn't watched. So I binged it last Christmas. And ever since, I've been, that was my Christmas gift to myself. Like, I'm completely caught up. Love. She happens to be a subject of a podcast that my friend Lara runs called Pumps Podcast, and Ariana came on via social, I guess. She's friends with a friend. She's friends with a friend. Well, here's what I need you to do. Go back to that past in your uh, in your home that you were you were in earlier when I said, because your, your, uh, your connection isn't as great as I want it to be because you're saying so many wonderful, magical things, so I need you to, like, go back to wherever you were. 10 minutes ago. Oh, okay. So it's the top left corners of my apartment. I've come to realize. Can you hear me now? <laughs> so much better because it was getting a little gargly and I was fighting to hear the magic that was coming out of your mouth. And oh my God, you know what I think? I feel like, I feel like I'm going to end up talking like you and using your cadence because I'm, I'm like falling in love with you. I have like a weird girl crush on you. So I, I talk like a valley girl and I don't know how to describe your, your dialect because we both have like I don't know what it is. Like, I say like a lot, and I have my own thing going on. What would you describe your voice and, like, your cadence? Oh, I don't know. Like, um, basically, what happened was is I went to, like, college, and I realized that I talked the same as everyone else I knew. And so I just started to talk. I, I tried to talk as much as I could, like, through my heart. And what my heart is is a stoned like 15 year old girl and so basically that's what happened like I just tried to talk as much as I could through my heart and like that's who I am oh my god I love that That not only that was like the best answer I never could have expected that was like holy shit but there's like a little bit of a gay man in there too it's like a stoned honest girl uh and then like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I feel like the worst gonna... part is I'm not even stoned. And this was the first thing my boyfriend and I ever bonded over is that we were like, everyone both thinks we're drunk and stoned all the time. Like all the time. Like people assume we're on drugs, 
And, like, that's my biggest fear is, like, I could be driving down the road completely sober someday and pulled over and, like, therefore pulled out of my car and searched. And, you know, I know my rights. I'm an American. But, like, at the same time, that's really, like, disturbing to know that, like, I could be accused of a crime I did not commit simply because I just am trying to speak from my normal heart. I don't think you sound stoned at all because I, w- I just got out of a relationship. I went through a crazy breakup, and uh, I you he was did. I did, and I want to talk to you all about that because I was just earlier tonight. I was listening to your podcast with that amazing girl. What's her name? Something Johnson, like some, something Jackie. Oh, Jackie Johnson. Oh my, oh That's my God, my mutual friend with Ariana from Dinner oh from Pools. I that girl. She. I've never, I've never seen her. I've actually, I, I didn't have time to Google her and, and, and see what she looks like, but I, I'm sure she's a babe. But the, at the same time, her voice, she was giving me a little bit of, like, Sandra Bernhard, you know, a little bit. She has a, a fantastic, deep southern voice that, like, I think that that voice, like, I, yeah, I would bottle it if I could and sell it because I feel like a lot of people hate their voices, and that's, like, a possible option for them. She has a great voice. Oh, my God. And, and I love that you guys were talking about relationships and breakups and how to get over it. It's just, I'm going all over the place. And Wait, but well, why are calls. you going through a breakup? I just went through Instagram, like, yesterday when I was like, okay, so I have to mentally prepare, like, what's going on. And I, I was like, oh, she's totally in a relationship. I'm so happy for her. And then, so now you're telling me you guys broke up. Is this good? Well, here's, bad? What here's, here's the well. Here's the thing. So, and you're in, wait, well. God, there's so many things. I can't believe it. We're having like a first. We're having our first blind girl date in real time on the air for an audience. It's the only way to do it in 2015 as a blogger, podcaster, whatever the fuck we are. I don't know. But anyway. Um, oh, totally. Okay. Um, fuck. Uh, okay. I got out of a relationship three months ago. It was devastating. It was long distance. He didn't want to move to L.A. I told him the whole time I would never move to where he, he lives, and he just couldn't do it. He's a total stoner no, guy. He lives in, like, Cincinnati. He lives in, like, the the woods, like, two hours outside of Seattle. But, you know, but he's he's lovely. I learned a lot. It's great. I I wanted totally. to be with him. But that matters. But okay, so two hours. And, okay, so got it. So, and that's done, and uh and he's the bummer is he's in a he's in a band and I feel like and they haven't had an album out in seven years but now uh, like right after <laughs> right after we broke up their album is coming out so I feel like Hugh Grant and Notting Hill were like buses with like not that his band is like Red Hot Chili I don't know I mean whatever but it's, I just feel like Hugh Grant because I can't listen to like K Rock because some fucking bus with like Julia Roberts will go by and I'll be rem- reminded and like burst into tears or something but anyway I met a guy recently. And that's probably why you think I'm in a relationship because I just met a guy three weeks ago. And for my birthday, which is February 11th and Valentine's Day, he sent me all these flowers. Like, he's just, like, really doing doing everything great to really woo me and stuff. So it looks like I'm in a relationship. But I just met him three weeks ago, and he's great, but I'm just getting to know him. Right. Blah, blah, blah. I lost you. So oh, God, this is already taking place on Instagram for you? Well... I was so excited to get flowers with a woman that I was like, how can I not post them on Instagram to make other people feel bad about their life? I don't know. I don't know. I just put it out. No, I feel that. I feel that. Um, Yeah, no, totally. I'm so like, I would be like, he won't even see this even if I did like post, like show off flowers because like he would delete me or something. But at the same time, I totally get it. 
Wait, your ex-boyfriend? Your inter- what? You who would who wouldn't see them? You're, you mean because I'm just posting the photos just because I'm like I'm like I can't an, believe I'm like an ex, like whoever was before him or whatever. Uh, no, I wasn't even posting it for my ex, but I guess you're right. I, maybe that's a subconscious thing. It's like it's like, I, but I'm not meaning to say fuck you to my ex-boyfriend, but but uh, but yeah, but I, I but that's why it looks like I'm in a relationship because I have flowers up. I'm already losing losing my point, but uh, anyway, what do I want to do? We have to get to the phone calls because. We're getting all these calls, and we have we don't have long. So what happens? So like a bunch of freaks call you? Yeah, we get live phone calls. It's crazy. I'm very excited for it. I'm ready uh, to do it whenever you are. And let's do it. Okay, area code eight two eight. You are on with Mall. How do you feel about it? What's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling from? And then tell us your problem. Hey, let's check it out. Um, I've been on here before. My name's. Um, you guys referred to me as Johnny sixty nine. Uh oh. <laughs> Hi, Johnny. Yeah. What's up? Well, what's happening? Um, so. Hey. Okay. <laughs> so I have, I have two questions, and then you can move on. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Let's move okay. on. But by the way, you're already you're already blowing it. I asked to know. I got your name, Johnny, which is super sexy, and I appreciate that. But what is? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And then go right into your issue. I'm 18, and I'm from North Carolina. Honey, you sound like you're 11. You sound like your voice changed yesterday. What's going on? Why do you sound so young? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I've been on here before, so, like, I talked to these people a I've while ago. I've heard people say, like, you're on something. Like, yeah, I love <laughs> that you were on here before. That's cool. What's your problem? All right. I don't know. I think you you're my problem right now. I know, for real. I I and I will remain your problem. Johnny, if you'd like, I will remain your problem. We've had enough of Johnny. Johnny, you're you're out of here. We're taking an eight one eight call because we can relate to somebody from eight one eight right now, I think. We need that. We need that to wash away what just happened. Okay, Area Code eight one eight, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Why do I have to tell you everybody this over and over again? Hello? Hello? Hello. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right, my name's Caleb. I'm 28 years old. <laughs> Calling from, uh, I'm actually in Silmar, but I'm on the road right now driving back from Ventura. <laughs> All right, say hi to Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. All right, um, just calling for some advice, because I know you like giving love advice. <laughs> um I'm dating a, a girl right now, but I think I need to end it just because simply I'm not attracted to her physically. Mentally, yes, but physically, no. I mean, what what's your take on that? Malls, you take it. You take it away from here. <laughs> I mean, well, my, yeah, you mm-hmm. need to end it. Duh. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's duh. probably better for like, both of us. You're not yeah. attracted to her. Like, that's like, that means she's your friend. Duh. Like, what do you want me to tell you, Johnny? Obviously, (laughs) you know. You're just calling because you want another person to bounce it off of, but you probably already told your, like, three friends in the world. So, like, you know. Like, she's just, like, a nice girl that you've been fucking. Whatever. Like, end it. Tell her. Like, we don't tell you friends, right? Like, just, like, end it. Like, you have friends, honey. I do, yeah. But what makes it so hard is she's so nice to me. I mean, she's she's by me, you know, 
gifts and she's always, what? you know, um, <laughs> she's making me dinner and bring it over. And it's it's just, retarded. Every, like, obviously, like, you can find anyone to be your slave. Like, that's so easy. Just go on Craigslist and say you need an intern. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, you know that you can do that. Like, she's like, but if you don't want to do this, that to this person, just don't do it. Right, like, right. you can find anyone to go do your bidding, honey. It's easy. Just don't, just yeah. don't. If you don't want to hurt this girl, don't hurt her. Like, just tell her, like, gotta, you know, snap, snap, love you, bye. Right. And just get the message. And then just, like, also block her iPhone via your iPhone contacts. And she can't even text. Like, if she texts you, you won't know. So, like, she'll start right. to get that message right. in a real brutal, emotional way. But that will mm-hmm. also, I mean, what's going to be stronger than that? It's not nice. Point. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just like a band-aid. I just need to get it. I just need to do it. Yeah. You're tempted to use this girl's slave. You're like, oh, I can get her to, like, make me dinner and throw my trash out. Like, duh. No, it's not like that. I don't don't want her to do nice things for me, but she's just doing it. I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) But you're letting her. But you're letting her. So do her a favor and let her go off and find someone who really loves her. Yeah. You know? Oh, man. You know what? I don't have to do a goddamn thing tonight. I cannot fucking believe it. This is why everybody should listen to your podcast. Please advise. Because this is what you get. I love that you say honey. I love that you use words like honey. And you sound like such a woman. And you, you use, you wear lipstick. You're just like such a woman. I love this. Well, I'd say like a hijacked honey from Joni Marchenko, who worked on a, a Two Bear Girls with me for three years. She uses honey like in her everyday speech all the time. And it just became, I think everyone got girls stuck to them because of me and I got honey stuck to me because of Joni. So I think everyone who worked at Two Burp Girls uses girl and honey all the time interchangeably. But um, I don't want to take over your pod, girl. I like... No, I, am, I love it. I need this. This is what I... It's like a slap in the face for me. But here, I, want, I do want to ask you, so what... God, I want to have your... Okay, so you're, I want to know your whole life story and we barely have time to get into everything. So you're from... You were born in Boston, right? Am I wrong? I'm born, I was born in Lexington, which is like just, you know, it's outside, it's like Revolutionary War, Lexington, Cambridge, that area. So it's like very, like, it was super gay. Like, it's like a super gay upbringing. <laughs> like, I don't know how to say it. It just was like really lame and nice. And like, we had a Bertucci's. I don't know if people know what that is, but I worked there. It was like a piece. And I was, you know, like, just, I went to high school and I was on the swim team and I loved it. And she loved she loved the swim team, you guys. She fucking loved it. We here, but how did you go from that to you're in Los Angeles? Your boyfriend is Derek Waters from Drunk History. You just got to get it out there because people are falling in love with you left and right. And, and we're you know we got to let them know you have a really cool boyfriend. <laughs> I want to know how long you've been with him, how you met, how you ended up writing on Two Broke Girls. Are you a comedian? I just want to know. How did you end up co-founding Hello Giggles? Like, tell me in a nutshell, if you can, how did you get to today? Like, how did you do this? What happened? Like, I don't know. I just came out to L.A. I moved here when I was, you know, 21, 22. I, like, interned here at New Line Cinema and Publicity, which I think is just, like, a smart internship for anyone that wants to personally make it for themselves because you wind up meeting a lot of people that, like, know how to make things happen 
And one thing that I just kind of thought I should do, like, when I lived out here was take classes at UCB. It was, like, the first year that they were offering UCB classes at the theater in L.A., and I did that. And I just, like, would, like, cold MySpace comedians. And I'd be like, hey, I just moved here. I do stand-up in Boston, which I was. I was doing sketch comedy in college and doing stand-up at, like, different Chinese food restaurants, whoever <laughs> had a spot open for stand-ups. And... I just would, like, cold MySpace people and be like, hey, what's up? Like, what do you, where do you go? How do I find an agent? Like, <laughs> I would ask super basic questions like that. And I think that, I don't know, the combination of being, like, 22 and clueless plus, like, my general, yeah, I mean, I was just clueless. And I think people probably took upon me because of that. Like, I just didn't know what was going on. I know that I loved I love clueless people. Like, I love it when I meet someone that has no idea what's going on, but, like, obviously, like, is a good stop and would, like, put the two cents together to be like, oh, I should email someone that has done this thing before me. Um, And I just, I don't know, I just worked a shit ton and talked to a bunch of people, and I wound up, like, meeting Jordan Rubin, who I did my uh, first podcast with, which is how I met Whitney Cummings and how I met Sophia Rossi was through Jordan and um, led me to both starting Hello Giggles and a job on Super Girls through, like, you know, giving a script to Whitney. And, I mean, like, yeah, there's, I mean, there's no, like, I don't want to minimize it, but I honestly didn't do anything, and I'm also, like, doing nothing. Like, it's weird. Like, you could you can do these things and then like I'm literally just like staring at my dog on a couch right now in a pile of my songs that I just like took out of the dryer and that's my life so I didn't do anything either so I don't you know there's nothing really to say wait you've done that that's the crazy thing because I can totally relate to you in the sense that like I mean it's like I I feel like I do so much and then I but I also feel completely lazy like I'm not doing enough because I mean and you and I oh god all right, so you have, you know, you do your podcast, you've written all these things, you have done so many things, so don't, you know, don't, don't undermine it and don't, you know, minimize it. You have done so many things, but do you ever feel like, why is it that it's never enough? Why is it the, like, what, what are we supposed to be well, doing? Well, I'm also like, why doesn't my intern respect me on a fundamental level? And I think it's because I speak to her like a 23-year-old, and so I definitely am like, oh, I can totally see why, like... I can see why I've established this sort of relationship in my life, and it's because I keep it very cash. And I also, I, I like, I struggle on a daily basis. Like, I, like, look around me, and I'm like, yo, like, there are so many people. I don't, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, there's no answer to the question you're asking. But, like, the worst part is that you know it, too, because yeah. I have questions for years I watched you work for years like I remember like years ago first hearing your name and like we are kind of living parallel lives in that sort of way where we're doing totally different things we're also kind of doing the same thing and I just like we you just like you do so much and also you know and in the back of your head always you're not doing enough like because you I've maybe even been in a deeper part of the hustle at a time or you're looking at someone who could have what you want or or whatever and you're like, well, they did this 
but it's we also I think know at this point, and I'll speak for you and I when I say that when it's like these opportunities just come up and like you you got like you take them when you get them like you take whatever opportunity you have and you and you run with it and it's random it is really random. And what would you say, what are you striving for? Like, I know it's a really vulnerable question, and we are, I know we're out, we're, like, having a private conversation in public, but, like, in your ideal, uh, what would your ideal career be? Like, what are you hoping to, to attain? That is so vulnerable. I wouldn't even want to answer that, but I'm going to ask you anyway. I mean, I don't know. I know that I really want a family, and that's, like, super not okay to say, I guess, if you want a career. Like, it's not, people are always like, wait, what? But, like, I definitely have always really wanted a family, and that's not why I moved to Los Angeles. I don't know why I moved here. There was, like, some deep soul thing that, that drew me into L.A., and I don't know what it is, but I do know that when I, like, do my ideal fantasy scenes in my head of, like, my life, it's always, like, there is always, like, me having some sort of, like uh, emotional success, meaning that I will sell something that means a lot to me or is great, but also having this like label success, which is just like, yeah, she worked on this and this and this, and these things were great. And then she had this like emotional success of selling like this great book or something that she really was proud of. That's the that's the kind of thing I would like to be labeled as, like retrospectively. I don't know what exactly that thing is, but I I am working on like no less than three things at a given time. So I don't, yeah. you know, I don't know if that's maybe the wrong maybe that's the wrong thing. Maybe that's what I'm doing wrong is that I don't just work on one thing at a time. But I work on a lot of things, so I don't really know. Um. Do you ever, because, you're, because, you know, your boyfriend now, he's in show business, and you, and he's, I guess, I don't know what you call, I mean, he's in comedy, he's in show business, he gets your life, he understands oh what you do, he understands what you do, we hope, uh, and everything, and, and respects you, but do you ever find, because you, like, because you, you tweet a ton of things, and you, you speak your mind, and you say what you're feeling, and you make jokes, and you, and you have this, this podcast where you have, like, this platform to, to say whatever you want and give your opinion on things. Have you ever dated a guy, maybe even the guy you're dating now, but uh, who gives you shit for that, who, who goes, oh, you know, you said that thing, and it kind of bothered me. Has that ever happened? Oh, my God, yeah. Well, that's the thing that happens to every girl that's, like, different. Absolutely. Thank Is you. That you date a guy. I hate that. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, and look, like, I'm going to be real with you. Like, I'm super um, – I'm – you know, unless I'm making, like, a clear joke, I'm super low-key about, like, my dating life and my sex life simply because, like, I know I'm a jealous person, and that causes, like, jealousy within me, and it's petty, and, like, I can call into Dan Savage, and I know exactly what he's going to yell at me at and be, like, totally shame me as a human, but I'm a very, like, I can be very jealous, and so I try to be very respectful of the fact that like well first of all like my mom is like my stalker and so I try to be super respectful of my mom but then more than that like I 
I'm just like I'm Catholic, like I'm weird like that. Like I just don't like. I, but at the at the same time, I'm not. While I'm not sexual, and necessarily in all my jokes, I can be super visceral and super weird. And I I've definitely dated that guy before. That's like I'm uncomfortable with the joke you're making. Like why would you say that? That's weird for a girl. That's weird for a girl. Is like a big thing for a guy to say to a girl that like has a voice and works in this business. It's very common. And I think it's really upsetting. It, it is upsetting. Also, not even I've found that, like, what bothers me is sometimes uh, not even a sexual joke, but just uh, just sharing stories. Like, have you ever been in a situation where it's not even a joke, it's, it's just you kind of talking about the person you're with and what you're noticing and how you're feeling, and then maybe they say, you know, that's my business, so I wish you wouldn't do that, or I wish you wouldn't, you know, all my friends are going to listen, they're going to read that post, and it embarrasses me, my mom might read it. Have you ever gone through that? Um, I've always been really, um, some girl wrote to me, like, recently on the podcast about this, and I actually, like, really had a moment with it, because I've always had a rule that you need to establish your boundaries and your writing when you're writing publicly for people, especially when it's like to step off the cuff that it's not like you haven't been working on this piece for the Atlantic for six months. Not that that should matter anymore, but I'm saying like you're writing off the cuff about like people in your life. You need to be, you need to be responsible for whatever questions it is that they may ask you. Um, I do think, I do think that's true. I do think that that you are, like, if you want to be that person that's like, hey, fuck you, everybody, like, these are the things that I have to say, that's that's one thing. But I don't know. I find a real issue with, like, muddying being a woman that, like, wants to talk about her sex life versus just being a person that wants to talk about their sex life or whatever or their, like, interpersonal shit, like, there have been times that, like, my boyfriend and I have gotten into a fight where I've been like, this would be perfect to talk about on my podcast. But at the same time, like, that's a weird fight between the two of us where mm-hmm. if I was, like, blindly represented in public, I would not appreciate that. I would not appreciate that. So I just, I I feel the need to, like, you know, put it on something else. Like, there's always going to be another side in an issue that we're Maybe I can use a piece of that, but I, I can put it most, I can lean my blame or lean my interest on something else, you know? That's true. It's interesting because I, I totally agree, and I had to learn that. I had to learn that kind of the hard way or like in a coming-of-age way where it would be like, okay, because my, just because of the title of my website, which I barely even update anymore because I just, I'm like, you know what? I've said everything I want to say. I need to take a break. I'm not totally. I don't, I don't want to share my fucking personal stuff because I'm trying to develop relationships now, which I do want to fall in love again. I want to get married. I want to have a kid at some point. You know, I want to like, yeah, I want to be respectful because, but my thing that was always difficult was just the title of it. Boy crazy. That means you're a slut. You must be fucking, it's like the connotation with that, just that name. Like, that name just kind of always, like, brought this annoying, you know, I didn't realize what I was doing to myself. Not that I would change it. But no, I was kind of, of course not. And by the way, like, you're genius, though, for reserving that because, like, I feel like that is what so many girls are thinking at one point or another, but, like, they don't, they don't have the ingenuity or the, 
you know, commitment to start a thing and you started it and like even just in saving those names and then perpetuating this brand the way that you have is like incredibly smart. I really respect you for doing that because like I think like you've gone places with this that like I like I wouldn't have ever gone because that's like you found your own realm. I really respect that. Thank you. I mean I mean, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. But it's just weird because, like, you know, I did have, it, for me, the whole, I mean, and I know you get this, but, like, the term boy crazy just, yeah, it did just mean, like, coming of age and, and all that energy that we have even now, like, when you're, you don't have to just be, like, 13, but, like, as girls, you have all this energy and you hope to fall in love and you're romantic and you're like, oh, my God, who knows what's going to happen? It's kind of this, like, enthusiasm that, you know, totally. people have. And that's all it really ever meant. But I, I do, I did definitely get, go into, like, I could be very sarcastic and go into a sexual direction and stuff with my website. But it was interesting that, like, you know, I did get in a lot of situations where it would be, like, men had a certain idea of me or they'd be like, well, you're not going to write about this, are you? And then I thought, you know, okay, I did have to learn boundaries. I did have to not be a dick and be like, well, I'm going to write about it because I want to write about it. Even if it bothers you, I'm going to write about it. But then I also did grapple with the fact that, like, you know, we both like Howard Stern, and I'm not saying I'm Howard Stern. I'm not saying you're Howard. I'm not. I mean, Howard Stern is an this amazing, amazing person that I love. But it's just, it, I haven't you ever thought that it is such a it's a bit of a double standard where it's like a guy. I don't even want to enter this zone. It's too obvious. It's so easy to no, say. No, well, stuff, I but, like get super grossed out when I listen to Howard. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like I was so sad to hear that his whole like. I mean, they've been replaying. I'm not going to lie. Like, I've always been to Howard on and off. Like, whenever I can get a free episode, a free clip, whatever I can download. And then I got a serious package through my recent buying of a car. They sent me a three-month thing. So I downloaded it on my phone. And I was super sad when, like, for, for, like, 72 hours straight, they replayed a clip of him talking about how dangerous like, going down on a girl is, and, like, granted, totally, it's a war zone out there. Like, if you have someone that is, is STD-free right now, like, like live, laugh, love. I appreciate that, stay in that relationship, because 70% of the population has HPV. But, like, I can't stand behind Howard saying, like, oh, never go down on a girl. Like, at the same time, like, there is this person in me that's, like, a human being that's, like, no. Like, Howard, your life is Ziploc clean. Like, you're fine, honey. You're 99.9% of the germs in America are free from you, Howard, and they always will be. So I don't – I kind of – I'm a little bit, like, unclear on some of that stuff, but – I I agree. Like Howard does a a good job now of staying clear of his exploitations. I would say. Exploit. Yeah, he's changed. I feel like he's totally changed over the. Well, the funny thing is, I don't even listen to the whole show anymore. I listen to because I I don't have a I I have a Prius too, but I don't but I don't have the free XM anymore because that's expired. But I what I do is totally. Well, you there's I, I ways listen. to steal it. Well, yeah. So I steal it by I listen to interviews that he does via. YouTube, like I listen to him on YouTube and then I listen through my Bluetooth. So I feel like yeah. his, interview, his interviews have gotten so much better and deeper since his transcendental meditation and maybe he's, just, you know, he's grown up or whatever the fuck it is. But, but I, do I think feel that's still, had a big effect on him. I do. Do you follow her on Instagram? I, oh, Beth. Yeah, of course I do. 
Yeah, and like that's really helps. Like I feel like that how like that's good supp- that's like serial podcast shit where it's like you need the supplemental material. And Beth yeah. really helps like understand where Howard's at right now. Where you're like, Okay, so they're eating like vegan lasagna and petting a homeless kitty. Like that's what Howard's doing at night right now. But here's the thing though that's frustrating. He had his first marriage, whatever that you know, and that was you know, he had his first marriage. Then he met Beth, he's got a second marriage, but but she accepted him for everything that he was, like, she knew what she was getting into, like, the good and the bad and all the stuff and all the crazy shit he put out into the world, and ultimately, he's just, like, he's tame, he's just, like, a, he's a teddy bear, like, he's nothing crazy. Yeah. But, but this, here's a guy who can be super bold, super sexual, flirt with strippers and porn stars, sit on his lap and blah, blah. It doesn't mean he's a sexual deviant, he's pretty nerdy and just, like, he is what he is, but a woman can come in, and I'm not, and you know, maybe it's, I don't even think it's because he's rich and famous, but that doesn't hurt, but, but people can accept him, and a woman wants to love him, but he's amazing. A woman, like a Chelsea Handler, or a Whitney, or, or somebody like a, a woman who's a babe, but also brazen, and puts herself out there, and is 50%, you know, uh, super smart, intense comedy, and sexualizing stuff, and just like, you know, Put yourself out there. But the other 50% is like, you know, a cool, normal person who just wants love like everybody else. That type of woman, I feel like, and I'm just going to lump us into that category too, if you don't mind. That type of woman, like a modern day woman in 2015 who can talk about real shit and is funny and hustles and whatever. That's a different beast because men doesn't seem like it's harder to find a man to accept that. Don't you feel like that's true? Like it's, I wonder about these things. Wait, if it's harder to find a man that has the normalcy of a non-sexualized woman? No, I feel like it's harder for a woman like that to get a boyfriend and for a boyfriend to be like, I I can handle this. I can handle this brazen, badass, loudmouth slash. Yeah, no, I know. I don't know why my boyfriend dates me. Like, I literally don't, but except that he's the only person I've ever dated that consistently tells me, like, I dated you because of who you are. And there was a point in our relationship where we got into a fight, and I was like, I'll be normal again soon. I think I threw out something like that. I was like, I was going through something. Probably going through something. God knows, like... It's always a something. He was like, honey, I didn't date you because you're normal. He's like, you're not dating you because you're like a normal girl. He's like, I know you're not normal. And it wasn't in a a mean way. It just wasn't like a very realistic way that he was like, you're not a normal girl. And that took me like a minute to accept as both a compliment and also realize that that's something that I worked through a lot of shit with. Like I dated a lot of guys that were really oppressive and like also super like weirded out. They'd be like, why did, yeah, like, yeah, of course. But like, you're like, look, like it's just like, there's going to be things that guys say that lets you know, like you're a person in America that like feels like they relate to this or whatever country you're in. God bless. Like I do feel like there's things like a guy in a relationship will say to you that like, lets you know that like, you're not a fully accepted one, but I have to say like, I'm 31. Like, I don't know that like I quote unquote 
cross the finish line with my boyfriend. Like, he and I are very much, like, in love and, like, working on all of the great things that you experience in love. But, like, I definitely, like, he is, there's a difference with him that there isn't with other, there hasn't been with other people, which is that he is never, never even treats me like, I've dated guys that, didn't necessarily treat me like I was a weirdo for saying what I was saying, but like definitely were like, Hey, you're like a strong female writer. And like, you made a point Ugh. to say that we're like, you're like a strong female. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Like I, okay. I, I know I because I have to pay my rent every month. Like I literally yeah. know that like <laughs> I'm a strong female. Like, I'm the same as everyone else. Like I'm not like, so that's weird that you'd even say that. Whereas, like, yeah. Derek, it's, like, he's just, yeah, he's, like, he's he's been so fantastic to me. And we met doing the show. And so he knew exactly who I was when he met me. And he only got to know me greater, like, through coming to my shitty apartment to, like, scout for the show and seeing that, like, all I have in my apartment is, like, weird, like, Quentin Tarantino merchandise and, uh, <laughs> like, fucking Gumby shit and, like, uh, Kiwi Herman, like, like they're coming to my house and seeing that, like, okay, so these are things that Molly likes and she surrounds herself with and she has a cleaning lady who comes every week, but she, like, still acts basically homeless and, like, these are the things that she likes. Like, that's how we got to be and that's how we still are. But, and that's the thing. He knew what he was getting into because he already accepted you and knew you as a human being before. It wasn't like the other type of guy. I've dated that kind of guy, too, where it's like they put you on the – it's not that you're on a pedestal, but it's like you're the freaky, weird girl who's creative, and they're like the normal dork. You know what I mean? Like that's – you know what I mean? Yeah, like I don't know. Me. You should stop dating guys in music. Oh, no, I don't, no, like, no. want music for you. So you feel like that's a weird, ethereal journey that, like, you can't, like <laughs> – you're a smart girl, so you're, like, like planning your future. What's your sign? Do you mind if I ask? Oh, my God, I was going to ask you. I'm an Aquarius. What are you, a Libra? I'm, no, I'm a Capricorn. And oh, so I'm a huge, I know, everyone hates Capricorns. We're huge no. planners. But, like, <laughs> we are what we are. And I will tell you that a Capricorn gets shit done. And I feel you're a Libra. What's that? No, no. I'm a no. I'm an Aquarius. I was just guessing. I'm an Aquarius. You're a Capricorn. I was just guessing you're Libra. My Aquarius is, is like. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Pisces. I was with the rare triple Pisces last night, and she was getting shit done. Like she was. Yeah, I was with the rare triple Pisces last night. So I will tell you, like water signs. I'm so jealous because like they're both getting stuff done and interesting, but no. No, I'm, I'm I'm a Capricorn. I'm an air, so I'm an air sign. Last, my, I feel like my musicians. I love dating musicians because I feel like they're badass in their own way, and they're not like a writer or a comedian. They're not trying to like come up with a joke really quick. But the new guy I'm dating that I just met, he's a Sagittarius. I'm very comfortable with musicians, but obviously that's not worked out. So I'm going to try it a new way. Brittany Spears is a Sagittarius. Like, that's how I always ah! mark the sign, is I just think of my favorite celebrity who is also that sign, and Brittany is also a Sagittarius. So I just want to throw that out. Okay. I feel better. Because this guy, yeah, is doing lots of cool things. 
He's in the entertainment business, behind the camera. He's a producer, whatever the fuck that means. That oh, could that's be horrible. good. That's good. <laughs> he's older than me. He's a Sagittarius. He sent me flowers on my birthday and on Valentine's. He's, he's a good dude. Oh, anyway, never mind. I'm on a rant. Um, we don't have time. We have to answer, them. We have to answer some questions from the oh, okay. Okay, wait. We're taking a break from our, from our Girl Talk convo situation, and we're getting to area code 617? Yeah. Oh, Oh, Jesus. Mar- What's happening? Who is Mar- this? Marcus, girl. Hey, Marcus. Uh, how are we doing? I didn't want to break up your girl talk conversation, but that's what's popping. That's what's popping? Why Why is it, Why can't you just sound normal? I don't want to judge you. I know you've called before, but you never usually use words like popping. And now my friend Molly's on, on, the, on, the, on the show, and you're saying popping to her? I just feel like that's rude. It's not rude. Molly in Lexington, Massachusetts is not gay. It's not gay? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Where are you from that you're a 617? Throw, throw me a town. Cambridge. Oh, okay, okay. Hmm? All right, Davis Square represent. I grew up there a little <laughs> bit. Nice. Anyway, I, I love it. The back and forth is fantastic. And just to chime in on, on girls, if dudes don't accept rad girls that speak their mind, then that's whack, dude. You know? I agree. I mean, I'm not saying I'm having a problem, and, and neither is Malls. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying that sometimes it's hard to find a guy, because there are a lot of boneheads out there, but there are also a lot of great guys. I'm just saying. I was wondering if she'd noticed what I've noticed, where sometimes, I don't know, it's just a slightly different sometimes, where men are like, Marcus, not everyone's as evolved as you. Like, Marcus, you are very evolved. So, like, what do you want me to say? Like, you're very, like, you're hitting it exactly where you're supposed to. Like, you know, you got to be an evolved man to be with an evolved woman. Absolutely. But at the same time, like, you have to also understand that, like, we're out here in this Los Angeles scene trying to function a bunch of a bunch um, like so many animals, so many animals. No. Like my best friend from Boston texts me every day, and she's like, "I'm worried for me for you." Like I yeah, worry for you my, every my day. My mother, my mother does that every day too. But like, hey, you know. Where are you at, Marcus? I'm in Vermont right now, actually. Actually, okay. So do you want to know what? I have a friend, a really good friend, Alexi. Sorry, do you mind if I? I love this. Do a little tear away. <laughs> Okay, so my best girlfriend from high. Okay, so we knew each other since we were eight. She was Metco. Let me let me inter- to- let me interrupt you real quick. I lived in LA oh. for the last seven years, and I call into this show all the time. So, okay, okay, so yeah. okay, so you know LA is real. <laughs> totally real. LA is real. What did you do out here? I worked in advertising. All right, everything. Wait, what? You do? <laughs> yes. Listen, I don't know where this is oh. going. I feel like we're losing. We spoke about that, Alexi. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Go on. But, hon, so listen. So my best friend is a single mother that lives in Boston, and she yeah. wants to move to Vermont to start a career as a chef. But she doesn't drive. So I told her, I was like, your life is going to be you going to Costco like once a year. And you get, like, all your coffee and, like, your animal ingredients and you put it in some gigantic freezer and you just, like, live in Vermont and there's no bus or a way to get around. Is that correct? 
Can you tell me about living in Vermont as a functional no, man? No, I'm, I'm just skiing in Vermont. I live in Boston. Oh, my God. Listen, <laughs> so that's even better. Okay, great point yeah. taken. I can't I, – there's too much about Vanderpump Rules I have to talk about to deal with this phone call right now. I'm sorry. Listen, Marcus, I love you. You're fantastic. I appreciate your call, but I, I it's nearly 10 o'clock. We gotta get we gotta get Molly out of here by ten thirty later. Did I ruin your call? No, that was incredible. I just didn't know where it was going, and I felt like an audience member, and I was like, I'm not feeling fulfilled. I have to get out of here because I wanted to ask no, you. No, Marcus masturbates to you. Like I'm telling I, you, because he called like with a sincere mission to get you to say something sexual. Are you sure? Because I didn't. It never went sexual. When was that happening? I just felt it. I'm, I'm, I might, it might be a psychic moment for me, but I just felt like he was going somewhere, uh, Kenny Loggins danger zone. Oh, you know what's funny? I usually what? ask guys when they call in, I go, I go, jerking off to me right now? Is that what's happening? And then they always say no, and then I'm offended because I'm like, what's wrong with me? But I hope he was. I don't know. I, oh, I heard that people what happens? They jerk off? I mean, I hope, I mean, I don't know. It's flattering. I don't know if they do or they don't, but I'm just saying if they do, I hang up on them, but I feel like, all right, maybe maybe somebody thinks I matter. Maybe somebody likes me out there. Yeah. I don't know. No, girl, you probably really do matter in a big way. There's probably a lot of people who call you a masturbate. <laughs> I'm serious. My friend worked at Bird's, that chicken restaurant, and people used yeah. to call the delivery the delivery line just to call and masturbate. So I'm telling you, if Bird's Chicken Restaurant has people calling to masturbate, you for sure have people that are just calling you to masturbate. This is so cool. Thank you. If we learned nothing else, you know. Yeah. That was enough. Okay, wait. Oh, God, there's so many Vanderpump rule things. Oh, my God. I have to say one thing. Oh, man, hold on. I mean, I don't know if you have the inside scoop to this, but I've I'm caught up on the season so far. I really I really like Sheena. I think she's great because I like that she's just so genuine. She seems like there's no sarcasm. There's nothing. Totally. Know. Sheena, Sheena. I love her. So I know you're, have this, you know Ariana, and if she's listening, I think you're fantastic. You're really great. But, and I think Tom is a total babe, and I love his phone structure. And one time I saw him uh, on Beverly Boulevard at some mail place or whatever. I don't know why. And that was exciting. And one time I saw Vale, I saw Vale at a commercial casting one time, and I lost my shit. I couldn't believe it. I had to, like, contain myself. Anyway, but totally. What, but what do you think? They're, like, alluding to the fact that maybe Tom Sandoval did something shady. And, mm-hmm. like, obviously everything's okay because I've seen photos on your Instagram of Tom Sandoval and Ariana, like, you know, hanging out. They're still together. So okay. Okay. what's going on? I had no inside scoop except for Ariana and Tom are very, very happy. I will say that the show has portrayed it as such that, I mean, I don't know. Like, if I was a girlfriend, I would still have questions. But but I will say that they have had six months to talk to each other about this stuff before it even comes to a DVD in their apartment. So... I believe Tom and Ariana, but as my friend Lara uh, Chanel said today on her podcast, Tom, which is just like, she was like, I would feel like they have some explaining to do. 
Like, that's it. Like, they have to explain themselves if there is some sort of cheating. But I'm going to go ahead. Look, like, I would have gone fucking nuts. Like, the fact that Ariana kept it as chill as she did is a testament to everything that's cool about Ariana. Like, she's really, really cool. I don't know how else to describe it, but she's, like, the only, like, super, super attractive 29-year-old girl I know that's, like, not worried about marriage, not worried about this long-term relationship she's in that is riddled with speculation, et cetera. She's, like, the only girl I know that's, like, not even worried about that. So there's something to say about that. There is something to say about that because I do think she's, like, a sane, reasonable person that's not interested in being on television. At the same time, I would say that the way that the television set it up for me is that there's maybe a little bit of guilt there. There's some little guilt drizzled over the top. And Derek has not indulged me in my Vanderpump Rules scenario necessarily until Sheena's wedding. I think that Derek has a little thing for Sheena. No, no, I, I, it's fine. I think actually, I actually appreciate that of all the girls, Derek's like, that girl keeps it real. And I'm like, yeah, she does keep it real, Derek. Good for you. That's right. That's exactly right. So I actually really appreciate Derek's thing for Sheena, but he uh, said that he's like, we should watch her wedding. And he was explaining, like, as the Tom thing started to come out, when he was like, when I want to go on vacation, I look in Ariana's eyes. He was like, that's a douchey thing to say. Like, they both look drunk. Like, obviously, they're both drunk if they agree with that. And I and I had to agree with him. I had to say, like, hon, I agree. Like, this all seems a little bit like, I just don't know if any of them have been and I can't point to myself and say this, like, sober enough within the last 48 hours to, like, form these opinions. Oh, God. Do you agree? Like, because they go to these interviews, like, having come off days of, like, anger. Like, uh, and then they have to save up their seven anger days, like, the days that they've been sitting at home, like, stewing, like, talking with each other in groups and mini groups and, like, it's hard enough to be a person in L.A., but can you imagine your first job in L.A. where you were, like, worked with randoms and you were an assistant or whatever you were at your very first job in L.A.? If you had to take those people and then, like, run with their social lives as part of your life, that's tough. Like, I really do. That's what I, that's what I feel most of them are in. Yeah, it's exhausting. Oh, God. I was just, I was just thinking about a moment I can't even believe I know these details but whatever I'm totally obsessed with the show but uh I yeah I, when when they're in Miami I cannot believe I'm actually we're actually I'm like wasting time talking to no, you no, about no, this no. but I, Please. I'm no, obsessed no. when they're in Miami it's normal it's okay it's good it's good it's this totally is natural good. this is what Andy Cohen wants for us <laughs> it's natural what's going on girl what happened in Miami in Miami, there's a moment where uh, both Tom's uh, – the other guy's name is Tom, too, the other attractive gay guy. No, no. The, the, one, the other Tom is, is Tom and Ariana are heterosexual. The other Tom, a bit gay for my taste. Didn't you think? Schwartz. Schwartz, sorry. Tom Schwartz, yeah, even though he's a babe as well. I just feel like – anyway, I like Tom Sandoval better. So, anyway, they're in Miami. They're all at a table together. 
Jax, Tom Schwartz, Tom Sandoval are all talking, Jax starts to out something that Tom Sandoval did in Miami on a previous trip. And you see a look in Tom Sandoval's eyes that, that say, to me, say, Jax, what the fuck are you doing? The cameras are rolling. Don't fucking throw me under the bus. You're doing it again. I can't believe it. No, like, I know. Don't. I know. I know. I know. Look, like, they all, like, have actor face. And that's the big problem is that they all have actor face. And, like, that's why you cannot legitimately, like, I, like, I, I all the time, and even though I know my boyfriend is constantly telling me the truth, constantly telling me the truth, like, I'm like, you're smarter than me and that you know how to make your face act in a different way than your mind acts. And I don't know how to do that. And that is what is fucked up about this show is that I don't know. Is he having an actor-based moment, like, where his brain is trying to catch up to his face or vice versa? I don't know. It's sick. But it's basically part of the show. His face was saying, I cheated on Ariana. That's what his face was saying. If he didn't want to, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Okay, but do you really think, and, like, by the way, we both know that guys are this gross, like, for sure. Do we think that Tom hooked up with that girl that showed up in, like, the stuffy style, like, statement necklace, like, splitting a bottle of wine? Someone else, I I heard on Con's podcast, they, like, suspected it was Cantor's, but I was like, that's not Cantor's, that's Cafe 101. That was Cantor's, dude. That was Cantor's. It was not the one-on-one. It was fucking Cantor's. They met at Cantor's? Okay, so, like, I think Disgusting. more of Cantor's than that. Like, when I think of Cantor's, I think of, like, a borderline religious establishment. Like, I do. Like, I'm like, oh, there's super kosher there. Like, there's all sorts of things going on at Cantor's that are above my lifestyle. Like, I assume that there's things going on at Cantor's. Even though I saw Stephanie from Full House's husband's band there, like, I still assume that they're doing bigger things than me. So I did not think that they met at Cantor's for a bottle of wine because that's so sad. And Cantor's has the grossest food. It's like totally. the grossest food in L.A. It is all so gross. And that girl's face. Oh, by the way, I'm friends with that guy from Full House. The guy who was married to the girl from Full House. It's, fun, it's funny. I'm friends with him on Facebook. It's so bizarre. But anyway, that's whatever. Wait, wait. Uh, so Stephanie and him got divorced because I was upset about that. So she married a DJ or something, right? She, she married Stephanie from Full House, married a DJ named Morty. Morty works at Cantor's doing DJ things or something. And I totally. I just, and I'm friends with him on Facebook, and, he, and I've seen him at Whole Foods on Fairfax and Santa Monica. He's totally lovely. He treats me like we're friends, even though we really only have like a Facebook relationship. I don't know how that happened, but it's he's totally a sweetheart. And but going back to the weird girl that supposedly hooked up with Tom Sandoval. But wait, they're getting a divorce? Real quick. They they already got a divorce. They already got a divorce. We got got bigger fish to fry. Moles, we got bigger fish to fry here. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Okay, sorry. So this girl is Panthers. Yeah, I know. What about the the injections in her face? She's like 20-something, and she's got all these injections and this puffy, like, like, uh, wrestling-injected face. I mean, didn't you see that? No, she's so excited to be on reality TV. Like, that's the thing is that she's excited. Like, she knows exactly what she flew in for. She brought, like, her statement necklace and her, like, brush fillers. Like, she probably didn't even wait a whole week for them to, like, 
sit and marinate and totally become the fillers that they were you supposed don't to be. Filler. You don't get fillers. No, I've do never you? done that. I've ne- no, no, I tried. They slapped me the time I tried to get them. I was like, sure, should I get them? And they were like, no. And my facials literally slapped me. She slapped me yeah. across the face. I don't talk about that enough in public. No, yeah, you you are not allowed to do that. Like, I would slap you, too. I have have girlfriends. When I'm with my girlfriends, two things. If they try to do cocaine, I will not let that happen. I go, not on my watch, and I pinch them, and I just won't won't fucking let them do that. And if any of my girlfriends, and a lot of them, want to get filler, no fucking way. That shit, it's, it's such a fucking slippery slope. I go to... My dermatologist, I don't know who you go to. I'm going to say it. Her name is Dr. Wu. She's great. But. Like Shelby Wu. Like the mysteries of Shelby Wu. No, I wish. It's Dr. Jessica Wu. And she's great, but there's a lot of filler happening at that office. And I'm just like, I'll I'll get a peel. I'll get fucking a laser, whatever laser thing where it's like. You always have 12, though. Like, I have to say, like, I was even going to your Instagram, so I was like, this girl, I think it's my age. I was like, I think she's my age. And Uh, we look like you look five to seven years younger than me. Like, I don't even, like, I don't, well, first of all, I don't wear makeup anymore. I quit that. I was like, that's some, like, I'm going to be on some French girl shit, and I'm just going to put on a little bit of, like, walk out, live that life. Like, but also SPF all the time, right? Exactly. I love that you just said French girl shit because you are so right. Minimal makeup, minimal makeup, a little bit of swoosh mascara or just that tiny little thin thin swoosh that I'm not able to do with the eyeliner shit. I can't do that. I'm not good at it, but I don't know if you What do is BB cream? Like, what is this BB cream that everyone is talking about? I was like, this looks like theater makeup to me. This looks like, I'm like, what do you mean BB cream? Like, this looks like what some shit that? that I would put on. It was going to be like, in, like, like some, like, I don't know, Cats, the musical. Like, that's the musical I'm naming. But, like, I'm just saying, like, this is some ridiculous shit. Why would I ever put this on? This BB cream? What is that? I don't, I'm unclear. I'm unclear, but this is something that I've been, some people at, Sephora, etc., are attempting to sell something called BB cream. Unclear, unclear. I don't know what it is. It looks super thick. Like, I would really rather walk around having everyone be like, wow, that girl was barefaced or like weird or like she looks old. I would really rather everyone be like, she looks super old than like, oh, Malls put on, like, a shit ton of makeup tonight. Like, not my scene. Not my scene. No, and just no makeup. Stay at home. I, I believe in creme de la mer, even though it's, like, $1,000. You, you can get samples of the grill. Listen, you're a stylish. Absolutely. Girl. Just go get some samples of that stuff. There's some girl named Deb, an, an older woman named Deb, who will give you samples and Have treat you, you like. Have you seen Friends with Money? Yes! Oh my God, Jennifer Aniston's character—that's exactly why. I that is do you, that. like right now, like literally yes! shaking down the Lancome yes! salesperson. But you gotta do that. Yeah. You are the only person I'm so fucking called out right now. That is exactly who I think I am when I do that. And for my birthday, I was such a fucking loser on my birthday that I actually like, I actually cashed in all my like, hey, it's my birthday. Um, here's my Sephora gift. And I was like, oh, hey, Betsy Grill, uh, I'm supposed to get a free meal. <laughs> no, girl, you need to make it pop at your birthday on like, yeah. at Sephora. Like, these these places, 
collect your money year round. Like I'm so fucking unclear where both my Sephora and Fevmo points are going to. I'm like, yes. Oh, am I just like continually putting my phone number up into the sky so you guys can yes. come and rate me later? Like I'm very unclear. Like I'm going to collect all of these points someday. I just need to know no. when, where, and I will be there. Do it on your birthday. So I guess it's the next December if you're a Capricorn or whatever. Is it December or November? December. January 10th. Oh, shit. Oh, happy birthday. You just put a birthday kind of. Yes. No, recently. kind of. I know. But everyone was over it. It was May 31st. So, like, we were not cute about it. We just, like, went and had, like, a like a brief lunch. Well, that's, listen, the point of that is, you should have gone to Sephora, cashed, you know, get, you get your birthday gift, and then you go, how many points do I have? And they go, they'll tell you how many points. They look it up in the computer, attach your email or whatever. And then, you know what I did this year? I just went, you know what, fuck it. I have 1,100 points I've never used. Uh, I'll take this one. Oh, I can get that one. Fuck it. And I just got, like, I just got everything that my points could buy, and I was like, and then and I spent no money, and I walked out with this bag. I felt so special, like a, like a fucking jerk that I was. But anyway, oh, my God. It's 10 Wait, can I give you a single Sephora tip that I never picked up on, but I last time I got it, I went into Sephora, I was, like, accosted by an Estee Lauder girl. And she, I have to say, I really respected her hustle, and I wound up buying everything from well, her that she wound up recommending. Well, but, hold on. Hold on, you're in, you're in a weird zone. She told me that Estee Lauder's, started the pink ribbon campaign for breast cancer and I was like oh then you can have all of my money because I will buy anything pink even if it's embarrassing and stupid if it has a breast cancer thing on it I'm like oh I have boobs like people I know have boobs like absolutely I will buy that so just I'm just saying Estee Lauder started that pink ribbon campaign and for anything you buy that's pink that goes to breast cancer is technically also a part of this Estee Lauder situation, and I really, like, respect them for that. Oh, my God. Mental, I, I've noted. I will definitely, I'm I'm in. I know what I'll be spending my money on. This is fantastic. Yeah, it's good. They have this, like, not. It's really good. It's in the red suit. Wait. It's good. Wait. You're in, you're in a weird, hazy zone where you're very muscly. Am I muscly now? You're, you were muscled during the Estee Lauder um Info, but I, I could understand you, but I didn't want to interrupt. I didn't know how to, you weren't hearing me. Can you hear me now? Okay, sorry. So much better. All... We have to... Okay, we got, we got like, oh my God, we have to get to some calls. I've got to, I've got to make sure, I've got to, oh, Jesus, okay. This is all happening too quick. It's just, there's too many fun feelings and things to express. Okay, area code 973. You're on the smalls. Hello? Hello? Hi. Jane. How old are you? Where are you calling from? One second. Hey, I'm from oh. New Jersey. My name's Rose. What's your problem? Um. Okay. Well, yesterday my dog died, and I understand it's a pet, but you know he was nine years old, and I had I actually had class today, and I skipped class because I just been really upset. He died like in front of me. I was helping him, and he just couldn't. He just couldn't respond. Oh, girl, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. I mean... Oh, I'm so sorry. 
I don't know. I'm I'm supposed to go to L.A. in two weeks, and I was looking forward to it, and now I'm just all, like, distracted. Oh, okay, I'm listen sorry. to me. Alexi, you get it, okay? You have a cat, right? I have a cat. Unfortunately, I'm a single girl with a cat, but I totally love my cat, and I know if anything happened to my kitty, I'd be devastated, and it's so sad, and I'm so sorry. And I don't even – I want to hear – what you have to say first, because you're my guest of honor, so I want you to throw it to you first. Okay, this is what you have to do. You have to take the week, go stay at a friend's house, like whatever. You don't have anything to respond to for the rest of the week, unfortunately, but you have to go stay with a friend because you have to just stay busy, and if that means even, like, fighting with your friends about when you get into their apartment, you go do it. Like, just go distract yourself. Stay with a friend for the week. Go to L.A. While you're in L.A., start. And what I would say is go on, like, Pet Finder or something and start looking at dogs and really get into maybe either the foster care program or go into direct adoption, depending on how good you feel about your odds of finding a great pet. But the only way to get over the death of a pet is to get a new one. And that's not, like, something I made up. That's something that's, like, literally time-tested, proven. When my cat, I had a cat, Lincoln. He was so cute. Oh. I, named her, I named him after Lincoln because he's my favorite president. And um, he could, like, ring the doorbell on his own. And he was so cute. He was just, like, the best hunter little, like, sniper cat I could have ever imagined. He was, like, my dog, Wags, but in cat form. He was amazing. And Wags. Uh, or sorry, Lincoln passed, and we got Chang, who was like an 18-year-old cat. We adopted him when he was 15. He died when he was 18, when I had gone to college. But for those three years of my life, like that infused so much love and light into our house. And as sad as it is to even think about replacing the memory of your pet, like. If you have a good best friend that you can, like, get on this with you, like, trust me when I say, like, trust me, a pet is as important when you are single or, like, you know, with someone but looking for that extra something in your life. A pet is as important as a child. I hate people that minimize that shit because, like, that is the thing that you have to be at a certain time, at a certain place. You have to be there for that animal. And when you're not there for that animal anymore, it really affects your life. So I would say stay with your friend for the week. Start looking at Pet Finder. Maybe get a friend who can, like, cross that bridge for you, like adopt the pet or hang out with the pet while you're away. Come back. New pet. New energy in the house. Maybe it's not the energy you're used to. But it's a familiar love. And, like, all pets just want to be loved. They want to be fed and, like, touched and, like, pet. And that's it. Rose, okay. I have a question. Rose, yeah. one question. What, what did you do with your What did you do with your doggy? Uh, did, you, did you bury your dog? Did you, what did you end up doing? It was $480 to get his ashes back. So we just, I just got rid of him. You just got rid of them. You know, you can always do, maybe this will make you feel good. My, I had a friend who did this. It was a total, had like, he had like four cats, and he was just like so into animals. And when his his kitty passed, he 
I don't know. You, I, you, you can do this, and this might sound completely ridiculous to you, but you can write a letter. You can write a letter just saying, like, how you feel. It's just so nice to, like, write out what you're going through in general. It's just kind of like a stream of consciousness, kind of like letter, journal entry to yourself about, like, why you're sad and how you felt and why you loved your your dog so much. And then maybe just do some kind of, like, ceremonial sweet thing just in honor of your dog just because, you know, yeah, animals do matter and they, they bring you so much happiness and, had you know, your doggy had an effect on you and stuff. So just, like, do some kind of sweet ceremonial Thing out of respect, maybe it just might be nice for you to be like, okay, like this happened, and and we're doing this in honor of my my dog. What was your dog's name? Yeah, Blitz was awesome. I had him for nine years. He didn't do anything bad. He was honestly like a G. He was like a husky. He was, everyone oh. loved him. You're so cute. Yeah. Oh, he was a, He's one of those dogs where like you look at him and you won't forget him. You know. So I'm just a little bit weird out. How old are you, by the way? I'm 23. I I'm still in college, but you know I'm I'm still trying. You know. You're so sweet. Well, I'm, thank you for calling in. I'm saying goodbye to you, and I hope you you feel better about your dog. Oh my goodness, I don't know why. I I thought that I thought I love that the, girl. I can't believe that. That was the sweetest call. I don't think we've ever gotten a call about an animal before, and you handled that so gracefully and beautifully. I know it's um, rude, dude, but like you have to say, get a new pet because it 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 does it helps and like it's also what your pet would want. Like mischief in your house, man. That's what they're all about. Like they really are. I, I got a, I, I you have a dog right now, right? What's your what's your dog's name? Wagon stuff. He's retarded. Like he's oh, crazy. The funny thing, I got a. I got a cat while I was in my long distance relationship because I it made me feel less lonely within this lonely relationship that I was in and I thought I need to stop being so selfish. I want to I need to start, you know, getting out of my my head because I can live really intensely in my head and it gets kind of dark and bizarre so I'm like I need to get out of my head and like put my focus and attention on something else that makes me wake up and feed it that I have to care for and also I feel like I need to have an animal before I can ever think about having a child. It's just to start. It's like one step closer to like having a kid someday. Do you ever think about that? Like that's why you have a dog. Is it helpful? Yeah, I mean, well, no. I just like I was in. Yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I instinctively like I feel the need to take care of people, like things. Like I feel like a. I feel an insane need to garden, and like Are I've never do? been in a position. Yeah, like, I feel like, and if it's not a plant, like, if it's not a literal plant, like, I feel a need to garden. Like, I just, I feel the need to take care of things and to make them grow. And Wags has been my greatest pleasure. Like, he really has my, he is my greatest pleasure. My dog is, like, you know, I, I, it's, like, super weird. Like, I bet, like, I don't know where I'd be without him. Because when I think about, like, all of the things that my dog has saved me from just through being himself, like, through being someone that, like, I had to be there for and that who I felt an emotional dedication to, I, I yeah, like, I, I I just feel a need to garden him. Like, and I feel that way about, like, my friends and everything else. Yo, like, I don't, yeah, I just want to build him up and to make him, like, an amazing amazing dog that like 
loves life and like he's a weirdo. Wags is super violent and weird. <laughs> and like I had to explain that to everyone as I'm like, no, like he thinks this is like loving. Like when he barks at you and like attempts to like, you know, like rape you via his mouth or whatever it is that he tries to do. Like I'm like, this is his weird way of loving. And I taught that to him. He's, yeah, I I feel that. I feel that with that. Oh, my God. There are a million other things I want to talk to you about, and I know we have to wrap it up. We're going to get you out of here, and, and I might Wait, stay on. Wait, can you come on my podcast? Yes, I would love to. How do I do this? When? Okay, we'll do it really soon. We'll set it up through Christina Lopez. I take all I take all cues from Christina Lopez, my okay. super strong-minded Puerto Rican producer. Like, she's a strong-minded woman, and she will it. set you up with your date. <laughs> Oh my God! We have to have like, wait, are you? We do drinks. You go out for drinks. You drink, right? I I'm very uh, I'm very weird about drinks. Like I don't really drink, but if it's a very oh, very very special occasion, like someone's wedding or something, I will have a drink. But I will only have I like once in a while I'll smoke weed. I just like I'm weird about substance these days. Like because to be realistic, I talked to my mom about it. We're both too fucked up, like, walking amongst this planet to even, like, mm-hmm. bother drinking. Like, why bother? You're so right. It's so interesting. As I know I had my birthday this week, and, like, I drank alcohol a few times this week, and I just thought, oh, my God, I can't, I can't do this. this is, I can't handle Wait, this. Wait, do you like, mind if I ask how old you are? I don't even want to talk about it right now. I don't even want Okay, so if you don't want to talk about it, that's fine, but I'm telling you, like, I really did hit an age, like, a.k.a. 30, where I was just like, I could, I can't drink anymore. Like, this isn't a cute look on me. And, yeah. like, I'll, I will go out. My boyfriend and I went to a Grammy party recently, and I had two drinks. And at the end of the night, I felt like a pickles old weirdo. <laughs> and I was just like, why do I do this? Like, why do I do this to myself? Like, it went all the way to get, like, dressed up. And, like, I just feel like an old drunk lady. Like, this is, like, you know. So I just, like. And also, like, there have been times in my life where I really love drinking. Like, that's yeah. been, like, my main. We should, we should get into this a whole nother night. Because, like, I would love to talk about, like, the whole sobriety issue, et cetera. But. Yeah. In general, I uh, I'm pretty on and off the drinks. Like I can go and have drinks like some places sometimes, but I also hate myself for it because I don't You're totally sure. get why anyone drinks. It's interesting. Yeah, I'm not. I've never been into pot. I experimented with, with drugs when I was like a teenager, and then I was like, oh, this is not for me because I like being in control. But then. I do, if I like anything, it's drinking, but then I've been noticing lately, and I'll just nip this in the butt, uh, I, I've been noticing, oh, wow, I don't really want to check out, and a big reason why people drink, I'm not everybody, because, you know, you can do it socially, it can be fun, but a big reason people do it is to check out, because they don't want to deal with whatever is going on 100%. in their life. 100% Alexi, and 100% in Sweetheart, that was my big like resolution of last year and this year was like my resolution for years before was like I'm just gonna meet Jay Z. Like that was my New Year's resolution ah! every year was I'm gonna meet Jay Z. And yeah. then I had a year where I was like, you know what? Like I would really just love to not like go to places that I don't want to go to. 
And that was a yes. huge, like, thing where I was like, there's a sinking feeling of dread in my soul. That means that I don't want to be there. Exactly. Like, if you don't want to be somewhere, why are you being there? Like, everyone is going to continue on without you. And, like, I, as much as that, like, also sucks to hear and say in this in this town, like, everyone is so happy to, like, just be drunk and weird without you and then to miss out on all that and be the person that hears the stories after. Oh, my God. Yeah, my favorite time. I miss the holidays so much because all I did was nothing. I stayed home. I watched comedians in cars getting coffee. I listened to every Howard Stern interview on YouTube, and I just fucking wrote and hid and slept, and it was fucking awesome. I just can't wait for it to be December all over again. So excited. I know, right? No, because it's this Lifetime movie, like, where you just, like, watch Lifetime movies, exactly, or Howard Stern, or whatever it is you, like, want to binge at that moment, and it feels so delicious, and it's very important. I think that's a really important time as an artist, for sure. Oh. Like, and I you know never what? look at the... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go on, sorry. No, no, you go. No, no I was just going to say, like, I never look at, like the times in my life that I was like, oh, my God, I had so much fun that night and think, like, oh, I got so much work done. Like, I look at those nights as, like, okay, that's exactly what that was. And then, like, the nights that I stayed at home and watched, like, My First Daughter or whatever that Lifetime movie is called, that was the night that I learned, like, shit about my life. Oh, God. You know what's funny is I feel like I watch Vanderpump Rules and I watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and New York and all that shit. And even Card when I used to watch Kardashians, I feel like I got I like watching all that shit because I can be safe in the comfort of my own home and be like, you know, I live vicariously through them, getting all fucked up and bizarre and drinking every night and doing whatever the fuck it is they're doing. It makes me feel like you know not only better about myself, but also like I'm at the party too, but I'm safe in my Tempur-Pedic bed. But anyway, that is neither here nor yeah. there. <laughs> Um, no, you're I, so sweet and so fun. I thank you so much for doing this. I hope you do it. Will you do it again at some point? We have we had way more calls to get to, but too much. No, I know. I feel like I talked the whole thing, hon. I'm so happy to do this again whenever you want, and uh, I'll even talk less. Ah, no, that'll be horrible. I want you to talk more. Um, but listen, everybody, you can find me. I'll be on Mall's podcast somewhere. In the internet, you can, and it's going to be exciting, and we're just going to do lots of crossovers. Guys, we will book you. We will book you directly. We have such fun shit coming up in March. We have, like, people texting me being like, we want to get Friday Night Lights shit on there. So I got a bunch of Friday Night Lights guests, and I got Orange is the New Black people, and I, I, I have fun shit coming up on there, but I want you to come up as soon as possible. Oh, my God. I, you relate. Like, I don't know how to be fans of all these people, girl. Like, I just want another normal lady to talk to. Like, I can't reach all my dreams in one night. You can't. I want to be that lady for you. God, I didn't even get to ask you one last time. So you do want to get married and you do want to have kids. And do you think that will be with Eric? Do you want that to be with him or is that too big a question? You can just hang up on me right now. No, 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 no. I, like, well, well like, Derek and I have, like, talked about getting married since, like, the first week we met, which is why I always laugh. Like, people are like, oh, do you think you're going to marry Derek? I'm like, big curveball question. Like, slash, you've been talking about that since the first, first no, no, date. No, 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 like, we've always known no, we no, wanted no, no, to get no, no, married. No, no, no. Wait, wait, who's saying that? No, 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 no,
Yeah. Who is that? I don't know who that is. Oh, that's some weird phantom ghost. That's like that's like the spirit of Derek being like, leave me out of this. This is not anybody. I thought that was like my weird Armenian neighbor. Like I <laughs> literally assumed. I was like, oh, that's Glendale noise. Um, oh my God. You go. No, I totally. Yeah. You go live your life. We're get, we'll put it. We're putting a pin in that, as they say in showbiz or whatever. And I will see you in, on your show or on my show again later. And I'll ask you all the other questions I want to ask you. And uh, is there anything else you need to plug? When is the next Please Advise coming on? Because I, I need it. Um, we're recording on the 24th with Lauren Lapkus and this guy named Fred that I found via Twitter. I found a guy via Twitter. Actually, you know what? we got to get you on really, really soon. So I'm going to email you tonight. But we're going to have more new episodes at the very latest, early March, late February. We're taking a okay, we, break. Well, go live your life, and we love you over here at Boy Crazy Radio. And uh, I'm just, thank you for nice to meet you, and thank you for being on the show. No, I literally want to squeeze you. You're so cute, and um, thank you so for cute. You're so asking cute. me. You're so cute, and I'm really like I'm fresh my excitement for you. Like I'm very, I'm super, I'm super happy that you asked me to be a part of this. Like I just, am, I'm very excited for you. I've always been a fan, and Thank you for asking me. Oh my God, no! It's just it's a pleasure. I, I feel the exact same way, and I don't know. I'm gonna. It's gonna get really mushy in a second, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna hang up on you. I know. I love, Stop being nose. Literally, get your shit together. We'll talk later. Okay, cool. Bye, bye, malls. We love malls. Oh my God! Holy shit, that was incredible. I can't believe this. Um, you guys, let me just relax for a second. Let me just take a breath. Um, I already miss her. I can't believe she's gone. I just had to press the hang up button on her because. Uh, she has to go. She had from 9 p.m. to 10:30, and I don't blame her because that we've been on the, we've been on the air for a long time. But um, you guys just got to witness me on a girl date with a girl that I had no awareness of, and vice versa. So I only knew her over Twitter and Instagram, and we just had our first girl date, and I think it went pretty well. I think it was pretty cool. Um, we talked about eye cream. We only fucking, we didn't even scratch the surface of Vanderpump Rules. That's for damn sure. I really hope Ariana was listening. I love her. I love her dewy, her dewy skin, her quick wit, uh, her positive attitude, her open heart, her warm kindness. And here's what I didn't get to say. Oh, man, fuck. Well, I hope, I don't know if I should call her Molly or Malls, but she's fine with either way, I think. Now that we're friends, I think I can call her whatever I want. So I think, here's what I was going to say about Molly about malls. This is something I appreciate. Ah, oh, fuck. Maybe I'll, i got to tell her at some point, too. I appreciate the fact that she's not sarcastic. You might, and I'm not either. Like, I can be judgmental, and I can talk about things I notice. And I'm sure she can, too, and she does, and she notices things, and she's funny. But that's such a huge difference from being sarcastic. And I can't stand sarcasm. And I think a lot of people have a misunderstanding about what sarcasm means, and they think it's cool to be sarcastic. But uh, I've been dealing with a lot of sarcastic people lately, and I don't like it. I think as I get older and as I grow up and I mature and I like myself more and I feel more grounded, I, I realize, like, I don't like being around sarcastic people. And then for a moment I got confused and I thought, well, if I'm not sarcastic or if I don't have an appreciation or get along with people who are sarcastic, 
that means I'm not going to be funny anymore or I'm not going to be entertaining or I'll be hanging out with friends who aren't entertaining or funny or interesting. And that's not the case because, you know, like Malls is somebody who is brave and honest and uh, super funny because she's fucking real and she says how she feels and it's funny and she's just like straightforward. You know what I mean? Whereas a person who's sarcastic, it's like when you talk to them, it's like it's like being in a fucking like maze of mirrors. It's just like a wall of you know mirrors left and right, and you're like, what's real? Are you fucking with me? Are you being honest? I don't know what's happening. Whereas Malls is completely honest, and that's one one of the most wonderful things about her. She fucking says it how it is, and that's the coolest way to be. And I feel like I can relate to that because I feel like that's how I am. And I can't believe I met my soul sister tonight. Her name is Molly. <laughs> anyway, all right, that's disgusting. I was fucking spawning uh, over my new girlfriend too much. The point is this. I'm wrapping up the show because I've exhausted myself. Uh, there's no need to be here anymore. But I do want to say that I would love to see you in person and to meet you. And if you're in Los Angeles this coming Monday, February 23rd at 7 p.m., I would love for you to come to the live stage version, variety show version of Boy Crazy Radio at UCB Sunset. That's Upright Citizens Brigade, Sunset Theater, Monday, February 23rd, 7 p.m. Tickets are available online. You can click the link in my Instagram bio, in my Twitter bio. You can't miss it. It's only everywhere you look. I mean, as far as my social media goes. Uh, you can friend me on Instagram and Twitter at Alexi Wasser. And uh, I'm going to play us out with a song. Do, 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 do. Um, yeah. Oh, man, you guys. Now what? All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into Boy Crazy Radio, uh, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Thank you again to Malls for being my guest. And uh, you know what? I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you. Friends.
The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716-721818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.